Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of the GVG cast. Happy Friday, I'm your host for today, Ash Paulson, and I am joined, as always, by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Derek Bittner. Guys, how's it going? I mean, we kind of always pause like this, don't we, Steve? We do. I, I, I'm just I, waiting. Bad. Bad. It's going bad. <laughs> why, what's, why is it, okay, why is it going bad for you? <laughs> uh, well, let's get to yours first, because mine has some backstories. It's going to take oh, okay. a minute. Right, okay. I mean, it's it's just been an interesting week, because for those of you who follow me on Twitter, um, Kai has learned to climb, climb out of his crib. <laughs> I, I forget if I told, said this before, but the first time he did it... Um, he used uh, we had a, like a small bookshelf with all his like kids books next to the his crib uh, that he would lay in, and he would climb up on top of the, the rim and then get on the bookshelf and climb down that oh, way. No, not good. So we moved the bookshelf. <laughs> but even before that, he was like like tempting. Like, mm, can I make this? Can I uh, can I make the down? Mm, maybe. Sure enough, one day later after we made that change. I put him in bed, go downstairs, and all of a sudden you hear this giggle from upstairs. I look up, and, that, and there he is, already out, had oh, already climbed no. out of the thing. Oh, so man. we had to, uh, we've changed it to a toddler bed, and now comes the tricky part of getting him to sleep when he has nothing to keep him in the bed. Right. So Ooh. we've gotten uh, child lock, uh, like like one of those child things for the door handle so he can't get out that way. Um, but he'll, if you, we put him in that way, uh, he won't, he'll just cry. <laughs> he'll cry at the end oh, of the door geez. and be like, I don't like this. And his sleep schedule is all kinds of messed up. We have, but I've slowly been discovering a solution. He will sleep as long as I take him on a drive back way back when it was first getting him adjusted to the crib and sleeping oh, on his own. Okay. So I, that's what I was doing right before the GVG cast. That's why we're a little late. So apologies for that. But I took him on a drive, got the kid to sleep, transferred him over to the, uh, into the, into his bed. And he just stays there. Okay. Hey, well, that works. works. But, yeah, but the big thing is we got to do is just make sure he doesn't take a nap during the middle of the day. Because if he takes that, we're screwed. Like oh, he did right. not get to bed till midnight last night. Right. I, oh, geez. I remember when Avery was about Kai's age and she was doing the same stuff, man. I, I had a little video baby monitor. I'm sure you have one. Every parent mm. buys one of those. And I remember seeing her like pulling herself up on the crib rails. And I was like, oh, my God. And what? I I've never experienced time dilation more heavily than when that happened, because I burst in that room. And like, man, yeah. in that moment, I could have been like on a football club because I like slid and caught <laughs> right. her as oh, yeah. she was doing a header out of the thing. And oh, then man. the worst part, of, this tells you like the level of trust I have in my kid and myself. Like I ended up right where that corner was just putting a giant Teddy, like a huge one. Oh. And oh. sure enough, like it happened only one other time, but I saw her on the baby monitor and I didn't make it. And she flipped out onto the bear. She was like, boom. <laughs> And I was like, Jeez. I'm so smart. And then I was like, time, time to turn this into a toddler bed. Nice. <laughs> that was oh, when she uh, got the toddler bed, and we went through the whole same thing, man. It is, for, it is rough. Fortunately, Kai shifted himself to go around feet first. He's not as daredevil as that. You he, could say he, dumb. My kid is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he felt around, but when he had the sense, it's like, okay. I can make this and not really hurt myself. So I'm going to go for it. That's what, that's when we were like, ah, 
damn it. <laughs> well, I, I don't have any similar uh, harrowing stories of children because I don't have any children. Uh, I, I, I can at least contribute that uh, during the last few months of our dog's life, we had to constantly stay awake and wake up multiple times a night because she could fall off the bed. And at her age, that could be really bad for her. So that's pretty much the closest I can say I've come to an experience like that. Uh, mm -hmm. It's certainly not the same thing. So, uh, yeah, I can't tell you about any experiences with children, but I can tell you about our sponsor for today. And that is, as always, The Game Orb. The Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu can be seen on the channel, along with others, the Game Orb will also now be adding Splatoon 3, Super Mario Sunshine, and Fall Guys to the gaming collection. So be sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description. And of course, as always, I have also pasted a link to their channel, uh, or pinned a link to their channel uh, at the top of our YouTube chat. So please do go show them all the love. They have been supporting us from the very beginning. So thank you so much, Game Orb, for all of your support. Also, we've got some birthday shout-outs, some patron birthday shout-outs. Uh, Jaden J. Diggity Buck's birthday is tomorrow, Saturday the 25th, so happy almost birthday to you. And then we've got four, sorry, three patrons sharing a birthday. Oh, my God. 26. Wow. We've got Dr. Ryan, Sean, and Seesaw24 all sharing a February 26th birthday. So happy birthday to all of you. Yeah, and, birthday, uh, everyone. Jeez. I hope you all have a have a wonderful birthday weekend and, and play lots of video games and do lots of fun stuff. Um, but speaking of fun stuff, it sounds like your week has not been that fun, Steve. Yeah, I'm very I, I, curious I'm gonna step over that. I'm very curious. Going on. Yeah. Steve. So, yeah. so uh, I, for a long time, have been have been getting like random headaches and and having a bit of trouble breathing. And I thought it was allergies. So I uh, went to my doctor today. And they referred me to a ear, nose, and throat guy. And I went there, and he looks in my ears, and they give me a hearing test, and they're all very serious about it. And I'm like, this isn't good. I don't like it when people get serious about the things in my head. Uh, um, yeah. And uh, so they told me they thought I had hearing loss. And they're like, no, no, you don't have hearing loss. And I'm like, that's good. I would like to yeah. be able to hear for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, but then... They they take a, a microscope and they stick it in my nose. And that oh. is as uncomfortable as it sounds. Yep. Okay. And then they inform like the guy starts rattling off a bunch of things. He's like, Hey, you probably when you get a cold, you can't breathe like at all, can you? And I was like, No. And he goes, And you probably snore a lot, right? And I'm like, Yes. And he goes, <laughs> Your nose inside is like bent this way. And he's oh. like, So oh. what we need to do is shatter your nose. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Straighten it and put no. it back together. And I have to do it. Cause they're like, you could literally die in your sleep from like ceasing to Jeez. breathe. Oh God. And okay. so they can do it. Knock my ass out. I can't, uh, I yep. can't do it. Just I knock can't. me out. But yeah. it is. So I, I called my mom to tell her the news. And, and this is this is where one of those moments where you're like, why didn't you tell me this when you made me? She's like, oh, I had to have that done, too, when I was much younger. She's like, yeah, it sucks. It's really terrible. She's like, you're going to be recovering <laughs> really for months. So, like, oh, apparently, no. one, I'm going to have to, like, get my nose voluntarily broken and put oh, back in place. Oh. And then, two, I'm going to look like hell for those months that I'm recovering. Like, apparently, I'm oh. going to be bruised all over. My eyes oh. are going to be red. I'm going to look Ooh. like Ganon, basically, for, like, a solid oh, month and a no. half. And it's oh, going to hurt a lot. Like, there was nothing that they, like, my mom was like, this is going to be awful, 
and I'm going to fly out to help you recover. I was like, it's bad enough that I need my mom to come. I'm having a hard time sitting still because I'm just thinking about it. It's making me so uncomfortable. That's awful. So you can't at least get knocked out, I've never broken a bone before, so it's just even the concept is just like, ugh. Yeah, I've never broken anything serious. Like, I've broken my wrist, and that wasn't, like, a big deal. But apparently this one, this one's going to be bad. Like, people are saying it's going to look like I got in a fight with Little Mac, and that's probably true. Quadzilla and YouTube chat. I had that operation when I was younger, and it took many months for the swelling to go down. Oh, oh yep. God. So I'm going to look clown-ass for a few months, probably. I So <laughs> so what I'm saying is to let you all know in advance, oh. I don't know when it's going to happen. Uh, so tomorrow, I have to go in and get a CAT scan like on my head so they can make sure there's nothing else in there that they're going to ruin. Uh, and then they're, and then they will schedule me for like the surgery at some point. Um, I'm going to at least get knocked out for this, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They don't do oh, it while you're God. conscious, but Ooh, oh, thank God. Um, all I can to... imagine is just like, okay, we have this tool. Bam. Just punch type thing. I was like, Oh mm. God, I'm terrified. But yeah, that's, of that's what they're going to do at some point. So, uh, um, but it's okay, supposed to Steve, help me. Like, you're really breathe. into Street Fighter Six. This is going a little far. I, gotta <laughs> say. I know, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm gonna show up at Capcom and do some shoots afterwards. <laughs> yeah, Cassie is three thirty five with a good suggestion actually in our live audience chat, uh, asking. So, does, does this mean, Steve, that you're just gonna be a VTuber for a few months? Uh, probably. Months? <laughs> uh, so, realistically, that is the thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, I don't want to take time off. I'll probably miss like the first GVG cast right after. Dude, but you should miss the yeah, first yeah, few if you need to. Like, well, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. I, I just figure like uh, because they say they say that the recovery in terms of being able to like get out of bed and be a human being is like a few days, like three days oh, okay. or so. Okay. But then they say it's like just... the whole face looking like something that requires an age guard is is a couple months. So. I'll probably camera off Voice of God for like a good chunk of the summer. <laughs> okay. Oh God, I feel so bad yeah. for you. Oh man, yeah. I'm so I'm, sorry. I, the funny part is, like, I was talking to him. I was like, "How how far out is it?" And they're like, "We don't know yet." And I was like, "Can we do this like after Zelda comes out?" I really don't. Want, I don't. I don't want this to interfere with my ability to play Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's what I mean. Obviously, eyes in the prize. That's what's yeah. truly important here. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I won't know if I'm the Bokoblin or the Bokoblin is on the TV. Oh, my God. Man. But yeah, so so that's the news I got today. It kind of it kind of messed with Jeez. my week. Uh, a lot of good of stuff happened, too, though. But yeah, not looking forward to it. Just not looking forward to it at all. Of course not. Well, I'm mm. I'm so sorry. And obviously, when it, you know when the time comes, man, you know there's no pressure here with us. Oh you yeah, no, no. Whatever but... time you need to recover. We'll we'll see. I'll, I'll send oh, you guys man. a selfie, and you'll be like, ah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually um, I'm kind of having a, a nice time over here this week, or at least today, uh, because I don't know. Uh, I'm sure some of you've already heard, but we here in Los Angeles are in the midst of a very rare winter storm and i'm like talking 20 mile per hour winds like sub 40 degree temperatures there's snowfall not that far outside of la crazy rain and you all know me i'm crazy i went out in it in this t-shirt loved it just just for a little bit and i'm looking outside longingly at this crazy weather and it's this is testament to how much i love you all because I'm in here instead of out in my weather, which I'd never get in LA. Uh, that's fair. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I was I was playing uh, doing a fighter founder with one of our uh, patrons, Leonido, uh, earlier today, and we're like where I'm at, it's shorts weather. 
right now. It's like mm-hmm. consistently 70 to 80 degrees oh, wow. right now. It'll dip down sometimes, but it has those days where it's like, we can eat comfortably wear shorts. Uh, but I'm talking to them and they're an hour, they're about an hour north of, uh, of LA. And he said, they got snow. I'm like, what the hell? Yep. I saw uh, Kit from Kit and Krista posting like he had a handful of snow. And he's like, I've never seen this before. Right. That's weird. Oh, man. Well, uh, I know we, we still need to talk about, a little bit about what we've been playing. I know, Steve, one of the things you've been playing is something we're going to address in a patron topic later in the show. So we'll mm. get to that when we get to it. Uh, but but really quick, I think the three of us have all been playing Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. Yes. Yes. And as, as I told you, Steve, before the show started, I, I think they have found a way to literally turn crack into a video game. Yeah. <laughs> because this is, for me, it is literally crack in video game form. Oh, I, I, I realized Ash the isn't day, the cocaine bear. He's the theater rhythm bear. I'm the theater yeah. rhythm bear, yeah. <laughs> no, I realized the other day that, like, had I the ability to take a week off, I don't, but let's just fantasize that I do, I literally could fill that whole week with nothing but eating, sleeping, and theater rhythm, and I wouldn't get tired of it. That's, that's how just into this game and i knew i would be because of curtain call in the original but having it on the console you know having it in a a console friendly format with all these new songs it's like the definitive final fantasy rhythm game experience or square enix rhythm game experience and i just i can't can't and we got more songs coming i've cleared uh not clear but you know complete it no no it's completed when you actually do everything cleared uh final fantasy one through 10 wow uh, tactics and mystic quest Ooh. i've been See, watching Kyle been a lot because he's yeah. been he's been awake so much i've had time to play so i've just been playing oh, okay. theater rhythm with him around and it's, he just hangs out with me. oh that's a perfect that's the only reason i've had so much time for it <laughs> right right i've cleared a few i've cleared all the ones that were in the demo so like two five seven thirteen and fourteen and then i've also cleared ten and i think that's it and I've started on four, so I'm getting there. Uh, unlocked a few random songs through uh, just re- like playing in the regular music mode, oh, music sure. stage mode, and also online. What's really cool is when you play online, you unlock songs that you don't have. If, if somebody else has a song that you end up playing, oh, you really? get that song for yourself. Yeah. And uh, I actually, and, and I can trade this to you, to you guys or anyone in our community later, but I've been uh, hanging out in the Resetera thread for Final Bar Line, and they're all trading these incredibly rare summon stones back and forth. And so oh, a dang. very kind member uh, earlier today just just hopped on to trade a an experience plus 90% oh summon my stone God. with me. Yeah. And uh, later they're going to trade me a uh, collect-a-card drop rate plus 110% Holy crap. summon stone. So I'm I can trade those to you. I'm just working with an item yeah. drop rate plus 30%. That's right? my best one. My so God. I'll be happy to pass them, uh, pass them both on to you and whoever in our community uh, you know wants them because, it, you know as you know, there's a lot of leveling up you can do tons of characters you can grind up to level 99 in theater rhythm and having well, that well, plus 90 percent i i've found out uh that the max level is not 99 it's not it's, no there's stars there's stars afterward that's like a hundred thousand oh, experience each time they so say the top level is 99 and nine stars right it's ridiculous wow. i'll probably end up getting every character to level 99 just through the course of playing this game over time because mm-hmm. i'm never going to stop playing this game but i i don't think i'm going to nine star 99 every kid there's no way that's gonna happen that's no, just no way um <laughs> but uh definitely check out the online when you can whether it's with me i'm trading it's, the summon stone or not it's because fun. it's really good it's really yeah it's it's high quality online play great way I to really earn a like bunch it. of rhythm- rhythmia yes definitely uh well we also have some super chats to read out or at least a few of them i'll get to the rest uh later on in the show before we get on to our news for the day uh so first off we've got uh five dollars from disney duncan 
who asks, uh, with Redeads returning for Tears of the Kingdom, what other Zelda enemies do you hope to see in the game? Well, first of all, thank you, uh, Duncan. And my answer for this is like likes. They've always creeped me oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> they mm. just creep me out the way they suck you in and eat your shield and spit you back out. And I would love to see a Breath of the Wild take on that uh, monster. God, mm. with Tears of the Kingdom existing, like having such verticality to it, I would want floor masters. Like, oh, I like the idea of like one. a hand that can just pick you up and carry you into the sky. That's are they floor masters or wall masters? Oh, Did I have it wrong? I think it's floor master. Uh, is, is it, it okay. not floor I master? I thought it was wall master. I could be wrong it, though. I, there's a little. There's a bunch. Now I got. Now <laughs> I got to look it up. Hold on. I'm gonna look. I up mean, you, you'd think they'd be ceiling masters because they drop in from the ceiling, but you know. Apparently, uh, there are two variants. Floor Master and Wall Master oh, are well, different enemies. Oh, well, okay. perfect. They both exist. All right. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to go obscure. I'm trying to go obscure here to see what we can go into. So I went Zelda 2 and just grant- glancing through the enemies that like, we could get. And you know what? Let's let's have di- Dyra's uh, coming in. There's those, those li- oh. lizard-looking guys with the axes. Have oh, those yeah. come okay. in. Ooh, and that would be cool. Yeah, just, definitely. Uh, you know. More dinosaur-like axe use. That'd be something interesting. <clears throat> having come back. Or, you know what? Uh, get dog-like creatures. Get a Garaya. Oh, good one. Good one. Yeah. So. Cool. Thank you for that question, Duncan, and for the super chat. Next up, we've got $50 from our good friend Aramis Barabas. Oh, Every week, you, you are so incredibly generous. Thank you. Hey, GBG crew. Enjoy the cast. Odd question, but it's real easy to point out good summer games, winter games, or even fall games. Well, with March coming up, what makes a good spring game? Anyway, keep up the great work. Love Daniel's hmm. Symphonia video. Wish he was here to, to hear that, but I'll make sure to yeah. pass on the message. Yeah. Um, for me, when I think spring, uh, like v- spring video game, I think Sonic Team with the bright colors, the vivid environment. That's a good so, one. Yeah, yeah, like so Sonic Adventure, for example. But I, but the one I'm really, really thinking of is Nights. Nights to me is like a really good really? spring game. Yeah, because it's so. I guess the, so. It's so I, vibrant, I, 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 and so there's so much that. natural beauty and and happy, upbeat, you know, like music. It's just I don't know. Ooh, Becca's very sunny. Yoshi. It's a very sunny, happy, airy game. I guess that's I, how I, I see it. Anyway. Oh, go ahead, Derek. I, I was just gonna say mine. I'd probably go Pikmin. Oh, I can see that Pikmin's being summer, but I, with the growing yeah. and everything, I, it comes across more spring to me. I mm. I always think of Animal Crossing, and the reason I think of it is even though it transcends like seasons i always think about like the only season i'd really like to be outside that much in is spring where where the uh-huh. climate's so much better but yeah you guys nailed the other choices uh the color palette's a big one i think i associate nights with uh winter because that's the time of year in which i played it oh and so i think it just kind of christmas nights christmas right? nights well, yeah. well not just christmas nights but like i got nights personally oh, as a christmas right. gift one year okay and so i played through yeah. the whole game when it was dark outside <laughs> freaking right, that okay, alpha that lion sense. arms would make the perfect spring game oh where's azran when you need him <laughs> yeah <laughs> also topaz pikachu good one kirby kirby is a, is a great i that kirby makes me think Ooh. of spring as well spring literally breeze. he has a yeah he's called spring breeze so also klonoa klonoa of the wind you know it's kind of windy in spring yeah. so all, yeah. all sorts of really happy bright well not happy in klonoa's case but bright colorful games <laughs> like that uh, thank you very much, Aramis. Next up is $4.99 from our good friend Super Dang Awesome Unicorn Guy. Thank you so much. Won't be able to tune in live tonight. I have very urgent business to attend to. Have a great show, though. Well, thank you very much. I think I know what his even... urgent business is tonight. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> it would be an even better show if you were here, but uh, we hope you're having an, an all right night nonetheless. Yeah. 
Uh, next up, two dollars from our friend Rec BCQ. Thank you. I just got a job interview. I'm excited about Ooh, it. Well, nice. Awesome. Congratulations. Congrats. We are excited for you as well. Uh, let us know how it goes. Keep us updated. We are crossing our fingers for you. I'm doing it right now. You can see me. Uh, next up, uh, well, last one for now. Ten dollars from our friend Jaden Buck. Thank you very much. Crazy question Fridays. Crazy question number seventy-two. How many times have you had to delete something on your phone because you were running out of storage space? A few times here and there, few, but not not often. Man, barely ever. Yeah, like maybe it, three or four times. It's happened more recently because I've been taking a lot more pictures and photos, mainly of Kai. <laughs> that oh, happened. of course. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like it didn't fill up that much at all because I don't get apps and you know, yeah, I don't have a bunch of music on that. So it just it didn't fill up quick until I started taking pictures and <laughs> videos of my son. <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm an easy sense. mark for Apple. And so I end up buying like one Me of the <laughs> higher end phones with more storage mm. and then I never use it. So <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm old. School. I my, this is an eight. <laughs> I am so far behind. Right? Oh, yeah. Phones. I once I hate to say it, but once they introduced like the ability to pay monthly, almost like subscribing to mm -hmm. having a phone. I've I've always upgraded since then, and I Have hate you? myself for it so much. <laughs> oh, I've always just paid it off because I'm like, that's weird. That's that's the <laughs> right like thing that. to do. I'm just a bad person who yeah. wastes money. <laughs> I, I've I've uh, hung on to my iPhone 11. I might upgrade sometime in the next couple of years, but honestly, it's still chugging along, and I have no problems with it. So it's just as much as I love new tech, and and as like you, Steve, I'm an easy mark for for Apple tech. Yeah. I just can't justify upgrading until I really feel like I need to at this point. And I just don't need to yet. The 11 is, is, has been a really good phone. So, oh, yeah. I, I don't yeah. recommend doing what I do to anyone. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, well, that's the last Super Chat for now. I will read out the rest throughout the rest of the show, of course. But for now, let's get on to some news. And, of course, the big thing is, and, uh, you know, I, I put all sorts of Capcom characters on our thumb today because there was a state of play this this week. We reacted to it yesterday, in fact. But it was ended up being Capcom's state of play. They completely stole the show. I can't remember anything other than yeah. Shia. Um, um, before for, your for, eyes was cool before your eyes yeah and uh synapse like there were there was definitely some cool stuff there but it really was the capcom show at the end of the day because they came out swinging with three new street fighter 6 character reveals and a brand spanking new resident evil 4 trailer that showed us uh the new remake design of lewis and uh they said there's a special demo coming sometime soon i hope soon. it's i can't wait uh, and, and yeah, there's, a, there's another little bit of Capcom news that has nothing to do with the state of play that we'll get to in a second. But for now, uh, now that we've had a day to kind of reflect on everything, how are you guys feeling about uh, what what Capcom showed off there? It was what? straight. Oh, Capcom, Capcom. Um, I mean, SF6 continues to impress. I Yeah. yeah. At, at this point, it's the... Uh, that with those three characters, we now have the full roster. It's the full, game. yeah, the full launch roster for Street Fighter yep. Six. Yeah. Now, so season one's that. DLC has been leaked. We won't talk about it here in case you don't want to be spoiled on that. But if you are curious about the first, I think five or so DLC characters, you can find that information out and about. Um, but hmm. yeah, we have we have the full launch roster now, and I have rewatched that that new trailer a few times now, and I just mm -hmm. Capcom's animation work is oh man next. I level yes i i was watching uh uh maximilian dude earlier and seeing his reaction oh, yeah. something Great. he pointed out that i did not realize is there's body fat on these characters so when they flex right. you can actually see them bulk up and whatnot it's 
I didn't even notice that before, but my God, <laughs> it's, it's like that kind of detail is cool. I didn't realize Lily was part of T-Hawk's tribe. That's cool. Right. That's a cool connection. Um, and I'm ashamed at how long it took me to realize that Kami's big move where she flips over and hits the knees was from the movie. I'm like, I, yeah. I'm so ashamed I didn't pick up on that. I'm same. so mad at myself me that too. I didn't realize that because that movie's fantastic yeah. and dumb, but fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree on both both counts. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I wish I had caught that reference as well the first time. I'm kicking myself that I didn't, but yeah, wow. Uh, and I'm loving Cammy's redesign. She's she looks so cool. And yeah, just the the the, the RE engine in general is really it continues to prove itself time and time again. Capcom's animators are just at the very top of their game. And uh, I I have not been this excited for a new fighting game in quite a while. Um, I, so I'm, I'm, and, and really even a new street fighter game in quite a while. So I really cannot wait for this. Um, what I, what I can wait for is the other thing they spent about 15 minutes on in the state of play, which is not Capcom related. So suicide squad, I actually thought it looked kind of fun while the cool air movement, but then Wario 64 pointed out after the show that this dumb game is going to require an internet connection at all times yeah. even for solo play. And that takes the whole name of Suicide Squad and, and gives it a whole new meaning because this game doesn't have a chance after that. No. Well, that's the thing is, is, is as somebody pointed out, is like with the how long um, development takes nowadays. Yeah. Live service games were very big. Uh, now they're not. <laughs> so right. it's just because development took so long, they're screwed. It's. It's such a shame. I, and I have to assume that this was a decision forced on Rocksteady, not oh, one that Rocksteady made themselves. And I feel so bad for them because you you know they have to know that despite all their hard work, even people who were going to give the game a chance now might not because of this particular point. And mm -hmm. God, what oh. a shame. Oh, God, and the Oxen. Suicide Squad is coming a week or two after Zelda and shortly before <laughs> Street Fighter Six. Yes, yeah, oh, game. Oh, no chance. No boy. chance. <laughs> Oh man, I feel really bad for that development team. Seriously. Yep. Ah, oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, well, you know what's also a shame? Uh, there's a little bit of a, a little tidbit of Capcom news that has nothing to do with the state of play <laughs> or Evo. And uh, and there's a reason that I put X on the corner of the thumb today, looking pissed off because he reflects <laughs> he reflects my own emotional journey that I've had since the. Mega Man X Minecraft DLC pack was announced. So we Aww. can get a we can get a Gotcha Field mobile game. We can get a Minecraft DLC pack, but we just can't get X9. I look, I know that I should be happy that X is getting it. Mega Man X in general is getting any love, especially in something so high profile as Minecraft. I get that I should be happy about that. And some small part of me is, but I just want a new game. Why can't I just have a new game? And actually, we have a super chat who completely understands what I'm talking about. Hustlebones, $4.99. Thank you so much. Hi, Capcom. I know you watch GVG. Thank you for the amazing library of games. Can you please announce Mega Man X9 for my birthday? I miss my boy, Blue. <laughs> what else can I, I say? I, I mean, Ash, as a Mega Man fan, as an X fan that's been wanting a new game for a long, long time, after seeing this, I have to imagine your only question was... 
what am I fighting for? Yeah, that, I, I have thought <laughs> I have thought about that a few times, and and it's actually quite uh, it's quite relevant actually because John and Brandon and I have been working on we've been doing some fun like voiceover stuff, just like experimenting with voiceover stuff, and we are actually going to be overdubbing the famous or infamous uh, "What am I fighting for?" scene from X Four, and so I can really use this experience to genuinely make it that much more emotional because I really have come to wonder what I actually have been fighting for as a Mega Man fan all these years. I just, you can't make this stuff up. A, a Minecraft pack, like what? If if you guys are doing that scene, I'm, I'm curious how, you, how you'll compare it to Johnny Young Bosch, because I know he's redone, he, he's oh, actually he's done so that good. line as well. He's, man, it makes the show it could work. <laughs> oh, it really does. He, he did a great job. And, and uh, Lucas Gilbertson, I believe his name is, who did uh, also did Zero before, um, he also did a, a version of that scene and he crushed it as well. So I think... Uh, Johnny Young Bosch's version is for Teppen because there's a okay. version of that scene in Teppen that's referenced. Right. Um, and then Lucas Gilbertson, who I think voiced Zero in X8 and X7, uh, is the he did his own version as well. And they're both great. Um, but yeah, uh, so that happened. I know there's not much to say about it other than, damn it. Yeah, it's poor but, Ash. <laughs> but yeah, it's just the, the poor me, the poor Ash segment of the show. But there is no way I wasn't going to put have, X on the thumb looking pissed I, off. I have to ask if you if you have or if you plan on trying it, though. Not really. I, I mean, I, why I not, though? About... Okay, so I have to put you it's on the spot here. It's just a skin. Here. It's just a skin. Yeah, I just but like, Ash like said if they added like, X to Fortnite, he would play it. And I feel like well, this is Fortnite almost is the same scenario. I, I mean, for, like, I, like, I, pl I play shooters. I have played shooters. I'm fine playing shooters. I just have zero desire to mine I, I or feel craft. like there's an opportunity we're missing here. Like if Maybe Daniel right. if right. Daniel can suffer through Tales of Symphonia, <laughs> you you could suffer through this. Fair <laughs> enough, fair oh, enough. Maybe yes. I should do it then. Maybe I, I should create or get some version of Minecraft. I don't even own Minecraft on any platform. That's how little oh. I care about it. I can get it. Um, and then I could try the DLC. Yeah, maybe I'll do that on like a Twitch stream or something. There and you just go. play around with it. But <laughs> I just want a new. Yeah. I just want a new Mega Man game, guys, if, if, especially an X game. <laughs> I played the Mario DLC in Minecraft, and it was oh, so bad. Oh, it says it's on Game Pass. Oh, it's on Game Pass. Perfect. Okay, everything's on Game Pass. Um, and yeah, you know, Alpha Alpha Line, you're right. I did download Dragalia Lost for Mega Man, so that is a good point. Uh, and I have said I would do Fortnite if Mega Man were ever added to that. So I, I, I hear you. I just. I don't just, want to hear you. Rubs salt. <laughs> it just rubs salt in the wound. And, I mean, yeah. maybe maybe they'll be kind to you, Ash, and Dead Cells will get a DLC related to Mega Man Ooh, X. Oh, man. Right. I want to play that DLC. Me too. Like, Me I'm too. not even the world's biggest Castlevania person, and I really want to play that. I mean, I've never played Dead Cells. It's like, man, there's a lot to that game as well. Um, They've released so much. You know, I played... Uh, speaking of Castlevanias and the like, I played that Galgun game you talked about last week. Oh, oh. how is it? God damn, is it good? Like Ooh, it is nice. so good. Uh, the the two That's characters awesome. uh, have such unique abilities, and they're so much fun to swap between. And then if one dies, you can take on the other one and find them and revive them. It is so, it feels like. Um, if Symphony of the Night were modernized a bit, but it still has some cool, very familiar right. things like 2D artwork with like various 3D elements. Like all the doors are these chunky pol polygonal doors. Like it feels nice. It's really fun. And and the idea of having like a machine gun character and a melee character together 
it's oh, good. Cool. It's really. I, I want to try it. I, I love NT yeah. Creates' work in general, so I really have been eyeing Grim Guardians for a while. I want to try it. Yeah, the full game for those who don't know is Grim Guardians Demon Purge, which is somehow a <laughs> spinoff of Gal Gun. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, really quick, we won't spend too much time on this, but uh, Steve, as the other resident fighting game uh, fan alongside me here, I wanted to get your thoughts on Evo's lineup for 2023. They've announced it. They got Street Fighter VI, Guilty Gear Strive, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood, MK11 Ultimate, and for a throwback tournament, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Uh, does this have you hyped at all, or how are you feeling I, about this lineup? I'm very hyped for this. One, me too. Uh, thank God SF5 is not getting another year on this. Like right. I'm not <laughs> yeah. an SF5 I, person. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad that they're just moving on to six as soon as humanly possible. Especially because Evo is happening, I think, either before or just after uh, SF6 comes out. Like it's very close. It should be a bit after uh, because it, it comes like out in June, and Evo is usually uh, early August. Oh, that's right. I was yeah. trying to watch the stream and my kids were like, dad, turn this off. It sucks. <laughs> um, and I will say I didn't like a whole lot of the Sony influence on the stream. Unfortunately, like mm -hmm. it felt very mm -hmm. shoehorned in sometimes they're like the official headphone of Evo. And then the guys who are uh, there to talk about fighting games are talking about how great these headphones are. I'm like, I don't care. Like, just talk yeah. About fighting yeah. 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 Just talk about the games. But I think the lineup is really good. Uh, Dragon Ball fighters definitely deserves to have kind of unseated Marvel because uh, Capcom can't seem to pull together a better MVC game anymore. Um, I would have much preferred MVC 2 to 3. I think 3 is a good game, but 2 is a legendary game. Of course. Uh, mm -hmm. I love seeing the high-level play on 2. To me, it's just much more dynamic and interesting to watch. Um, mm -hmm. But that being said, it'll be cool to see Justin Wong back at a game that he's very good at. Yeah. Um, and I'm, yeah, I think it's overall a strong lineup. I think that some of those games are starting to age out, but there's nothing to replace them. You know, they just announced MK12 yeah. on a friggin' earnings it, call. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame that uh, Tekken 8 wouldn't be out by that point. Right. Either, since... Yeah. This will be the last year for Tekken 7, which it's easy to forget, but this is actually Tekken 7's seventh appearance at Evo. I sometimes forget how, just how long I've... Tekken 7 has been the current Tekken game. Yep. That's yeah, crazy. I think but Tekken like, Cross Street Fighter blew that up a little bit. Like oh, they, I think the right. fact that they went in and tried to make yeah. it and canned it, I think it threw the whole pipeline off for a while. Mm -hmm. But th this should mean uh, you know interesting things for next year's lineup because this is undoubtedly now Tekken Seven and Mortal Kombat Eleven's final year at Evo. Because next year it'll be eight and twelve respectively. Right. So yeah. uh, it, and just what a what a great time to be alive for fighting game fans in general. It just in the, in this year <laughs> alone. Three big ones, my yeah, God! Street Fighter Six, MK12, and Tekken Eight. Now, of course, twelve. We we hope it makes it this year, but they did say in that earnings call that it's planned for this year. So, you know, it could always get delayed, but but uh, hopefully not, and we see it soon. But yeah, lots of goodness for fighting game fans uh, th this year, and I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, what yeah. is not so great for Nintendo fans this year, including all of us right here, Nintendo has confirmed that they won't be at E3 this year now of course they're gonna have like an e3 i mean we kind of knew that already it's just confirmation it's, it's just confirming yeah, it whatever. but to see it to see it for sure confirmed just twist the knife a little bit because i was so excited for all of us to be able to get together for the first time the whole team in person and cover e3 together and that's just i think steve and i you you and i still plan to go yeah um, i, I and, applied and, today <laughs> yeah so I'll, I'll apply this weekend and and you and i can go but yeah it's just it doesn't make sense to get the whole team together anymore 
if the big three and particularly Nintendo aren't going to be there. It's it, but it's a damn shame. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, I'm curious as to what I'm going out of morbid curiosity, or maybe <laughs> you know, because you like going to them. dead shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, well, it's like, what does E3 look like without them? Because I, I can't think of an E3 without Nintendo in my history of not just yeah. covering, but like you know, interacting with E3 even as a fan. Like I can't remember <clears throat> Nintendo ever skipping, and so that's kind of crazy. Um. But I, I, I want to reiterate that I think this is not because of a perceived lack of faith in the show. I think 2024 will be really telling as to what Nintendo specifically does with E3. Because, again, I think this is Nintendo just doesn't have the stuff to show to make it worth going. I think mm. they have plenty of releases, but not your big E3 showcase game. I think that was Tears of the Kingdom, and it'll be out by then. Right. So why spend millions upon millions and, and, you know, move all these people all over the globe when you don't have like a tentpole experience to show off because it's probably knee deep in development for whatever the Switch successor is. And yeah. until I mean, Nintendo talks not... about that, they're not going to. They're, they're not going to throw a lot of weight behind anything Switch related, in my opinion, at this point. Right. Mm. And clearly they're not ready to talk more about Metroid Prime 4 yet. And I don't think you can anchor an E3 presence around Pikmin 4, as cool as it looks. Uh, I don't think you can anchor a whole show around right. that. Right. No. Not at all. So, yeah. it's uh, and, and as Hustlebun points out in our live audience chat, Nintendo also doesn't need E3. They can spend a lot less money and reach directly to their audience through a direct if they want to do that and time it with E3. But they it's oh, so I, much cheaper and so I much easier. I disagree, man. Oh, I yeah? disagree. So I, I have this story that I've trotted out a few times, and I'll try it out again just to kind of underline uh, what I think some of the value of E3 is, even for big guys like Nintendo. Um, I was previewing, and I can't even remember what game it was, but I was like previewing a game in the VIP section of Ubisoft's booth at E3 one year. And I was like shell-shocked because in walks Bill Trinan, Reggie, nice. and Miyamoto all together, and they go to meet with Ubisoft people at E3. And, and I find out later that that's how Starlink was born. Like, that's how they got Star Fox into oh, Starlink. Mm -hmm. okay. Like, Miyamoto had been walking around the floor, saw, like, a prototype of Starlink without any Star Fox shit. And he was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I want to meet the people who are making it. And they made the deal right then. Like, oh, wow. So, I think there is value in it because, obviously, you know, people people come to these shows and they see things and, and they meet with people. And uh, there's a whole lot of E3 beyond just the games that happens there. Like... You know, Nintendo meets with people from GameStop and Target and other retailers to talk mm. about like, hey, this is what we've got coming, letting you know this this way. And so, so they could do those things differently. But I think Nintendo does glean some value. I just think this is a year in which they are intentionally on their back foot because they're, sure. they're waiting to kind of show what they have planned. But I think those plans post Zelda are thin on the ground. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and I actually agree with you. I didn't mean to imply that they don't benefit from E3. I just well, was just reading what Hustlebun said word for word, sure. which, which was need. I don't think they necessarily need it. No, but I don't think could anybody they benefit from it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody needs right to go to L.A. to play video games. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, and uh, as Soulcaster says, it's good for indies and networking, which is very true. Very yeah. True. Yep. Yeah. Well, what's really interesting about E3 this year, actually, potentially interesting, because this is a rumor, but, um, you know, we we might be heading to a dead E3, Steve, that 
the most important or most exciting presence there is ironically Konami. If these rumors, according to the VGC podcast, are true, Konami is apparently planned to have a pretty big E3. And what that means, according to this rumor, is a new Castlevania, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, and that remake may be used as a test bet for the series' future. Now, I don't know what weird, wild 2023 we're living in, but it would be strange to head to an E3 where Konami is the most exciting part of it again. I am yeah. taking this with a huge grain of salt. Totally. I don't think totally. VGC is the most accurate when it right. comes to these sort of things. And I, yeah, we should point that out. We don't, this is definitely heavily rumored, like, take with all the salt, not just a grain, not just a dose, a whole <laughs> heaping helping of it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, I, I agree. I think they're reporting this is just isn't... sort of so it's claimed. But <laughs> yeah. like imagine that. if it's true, though. Imagine how, how cool that would be. I'm I'm really interested just in the layout of the show at this point. Like sure. one, it's Reed Pop's first E3, and I've I've always said it. I think Reed Pop does shows uh, much more organized than E3 does, or than the ESA did on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never liked the badging system at E3. I've never liked how they manage attendee stuff. I never liked the long queue to get inside. Uh, so I hope that Reed Pop is taking a look at that stuff and, and improving it, right? right? Uh, I will right. say the registration process, way easier. I didn't. They didn't ask me for a business card or a driver's oh, license, wow. none of that Oh, that's stuff. good to know. I'm glad to hear that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I will say they improved <laughs> that. Uh, and yeah. hopefully they don't, you know, throw my address in a text document for everyone to grab off the internet. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But I, um, yeah. I, I'm excited. And plus, I think the real value of E3, at least for the... For the att- or for the exhibitors is the people that come from all over to get there, like the media professionals. Because I don't know about you guys, but I don't hear <coughs> nearly as much about preview or review events since COVID. Mm-hmm. I miss them, but yeah, I, I don't. They're not as big a deal. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no. So it, you know, it is as uh, Hustlebun also pointed out. Uh, VGC definitely does not have the most or the cleanest track record. So certainly take all this with a grain of salt, but I wanted to bring it up just as a, what if it could possibly be right. They do sometimes hit it right. And if it is MGS three remake and a new That's... Castlevania would be so exciting. It so would, exciting. but again, I am tempering my expectations. Totally. Totally. <laughs> and if it is a new Castlevania, it's probably going to be a new 3d Castlevania, which, okay. That's I'd not, rather get a 2d one, but honestly, that's yeah. not a bad thing. No, I'm... it doesn't have to be. I know you really like Lords of shadow. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, next thing really quick here is uh, we're getting a new Pokemon Presents on Monday. Uh, Derek, you already delivered your uh, predictions for that. And this is happening at mm-hmm. 6 in the morning at Pacific uh, Time, which uh, kill me now. Kill yep. me now. Uh, so looking forward to that. And I'm actually going to be trying to finish uh, Scar- or Violet this weekend because, as Daniel pointed out uh, before, if, if we do get the announcement of Scarlet and Violet DLC, it might spoil the end game of Scarlet and Violet, which everybody keeps telling me is incredible. So I'm almost there. I just have to beat the champion. And so I'm going to try to make that happen this weekend. So I'm ready at 6 a.m. on Monday <laughs> for, for some DLC announcements. But there's also a little bit of other Pokemon news I wanted to highlight here. And that is that the brand new Pokemon animated series will not be going without Pikachu at all, really. So... We're saying goodbye to Ash and Pikachu, but now we're saying hello to a new character named Freed and his partner, Captain Pikachu. So, you know, they knew what they were doing. They weren't going to go without Pikachu for that long. No, of course they were not going to go without Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I'm, I'm looking forward to the Pokemon Presents. Maybe we'll get uh, some some uh, or a reveal of the Game Boy games or Game Boy Advance games coming to NSO. That would be really exciting. So, which I'm sure you covered in your video as well, Derek. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my that's my hope. Somebody, I think somebody hacked the NSO Game Boy emulator and confirmed that. Oh. link cable functionality exists within the emulator. Right, right? They, yes, they, they did. discovered that before the uh, Game Boy was even confirmed. So, like, I think that's definitely going to be the big thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Either way, should be a fun, uh, a fun Pokemon presents. Hopefully, I've, as I said, I've been really enjoying Gen, Gen Nine, and uh, despite the technical problems, and I am actively like you know in Gen Eight, I was kind of in the background. I didn't play it, so I was kind of like, oh, the DLC, cool, whatever. I'm not really invested. This time I'm invested. I'm looking forward <laughs> to what they add to Scarlet yeah. and Violet. So, so we'll, we'll see. see. Uh, last thing, really quick, I just wanted to have a quick moment of silence. Uh, rest in peace to the uh, original PlayStation logos sound creator Toru, Oka uh, Toru Okada, who passed away at 73 years old due to a heart failure, I believe. So mm. that, of course, is an iconic sound for all of our childhoods, I, I think. And so, just wanted to say, um, you know, condolences to. Uh, Mr. Okada's friends and family, and thank you for bringing us such an iconic sound that rang throughout our childhoods. And with that moment of silence, let's go ahead and move on to a few more Super Chats, and then we will move on to our patron topics. Uh, so first off, we've got uh, Jacob Tucker with $5. Thank you very much. Hey, GVG crew, just wanted to share that, that Alt-Rank compiled their first official tier list for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Interesting placements there. Yeah, uh, so thank you for that. I haven't had a chance to really dig into it and look. But I'm I did... insulted that Zelda's a D plus. <laughs> and Kirby. Ooh. Kirby's also considered not a very good character in Ultimate. Uh, fortunately, my blue boy is is sitting pretty in the A- tier. He's considered one of the better characters in the game. But uh, but yeah, Kirby, unfortunately, Zelda, yeah, not not so hot in Ultimate. Of course, it doesn't really matter when you're playing anything, anything lower than a professional level. But yeah, unfortunately, not highly ranked characters. Uh, I think Steve and Joker are the top ranked characters, which... And Pyra and Mithra. And Pyra and Mithra, of course. So yeah, thank you for that. Uh, Hustle Bones, really appreciate that. Or sorry, Jacob. Jacob, sorry about that. Uh, next up, uh, Gantoris with $5. Thank you. Happy Octopath Traveler 2 Day. If you are picking up the game, who do you think your starting character will be? I'm going with Particio because hat. Now, I, I do like his hat. Um, I want to get Octopath Traveler 2. I just don't have time to play it right now, yeah. but I do intend to play it eventually. Mm -hmm. And I think I'll probably use or uh, go with the Apothecary first because that's what I did in 1. I really liked Alfin as a character, and I, I played the demo, and I chose the Apothecary for the demo and i really was enjoying her story so uh, i feel bad that i can't remember her name right now but I, yeah yeah i haven't picked up the demo Casty. i haven't played Casty. i haven't been able to play the demo yet so i don't really know any of the characters so i don't know it's gonna be a while till i get the octopath 2 um i have to pick and choose my games that i pick up so I totally hear that and i mean and, and casty has a has a large hill to climb to to out cool Alfin, in my opinion, but I, I still had to go with the apothecary first just because I liked him so much in Octopath One. Steve, are you going to pick it up? Huh? Um, Octopath, probably not. Um, yeah. It's it's you know I talk about how my time for gaming is is limited already, and and picking yeah. up RPGs in particular is daunting. Uh, and this month has just been crazy. Um, yeah. When you when you cover hardware, like everybody who's making a game for that hardware somehow finds out. 
and they're like, right. "Hey, look at my game." So I've I've had I think I'm up to like 30 games in contention for game of the month at this point, of wow. which I've I've played a little bit wow. of many games. Um, mm-hmm. And so throwing Octopath on top of that, just I couldn't give it a fair shake or enough time. Um, also because I just picked up Ishin, which I really want to play. Oh, of course, oh, yeah, yeah, like a dragon. Yeah. Um, but don't don't forget, you have a pretty easy answer for game of the month waiting in the wings if you need it, and that of course is theater rhythm. Just saying. I, you know, so, just saying. So I mean, the thing is, Primary Master also came out, although I can't that it, find that, that damn did. thing physically. Yeah, y'all are gonna find to out either. in yeah. just a few days for game of the month. But right now, it's looking like uh, Metroid Prime and theater rhythm are are pretty high up there in terms of the games. Nice. I gotta say though, it's really hard. I have conflicted feelings about nominating a game that is a re-release and that's where true i get that i i struggle with that because i mean but it's also been 20 years which uh. right right (laughs) i know god tell me about it uh well thank you for that uh gantoris really much very much appreciate it next up is five dollars from behan thank you behan uh my first exposure to ash's work came years ago when he reviewed final fantasy 10 2 at launch for some site and took time to bring up his dad doing a voice in it wow that brings me back i God, old, I don't even remember. Old, that is... Was that for Examiner or Games Are Fun? I don't even know what. I've I've worked for so many different sites. I used to write uh, and do like written coverage, and I, I did for so many different websites. So I don't know exactly what my ten two review is for, but I remember it, and that brings me back. And yes, my dad. Uh, he actually does two voices in ten two. He did uh, Leon Ronzo and Tobley. So he did two different characters in that game. So I was just looking out because I had no idea he was in there. I'm like, who the heck did he voice? <laughs> yeah, so d- d- definitely side characters. But uh, if if you know what to look to listen for, you can definitely tell it's him. Little yeah, little kid R- Rondo mm-hmm. and Beak Face Kid. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, thank you for that uh, trip down memory lane, Behan. And next up is hustle bones with one dollar 99 cents thank you again thank you hustle bones marvel versus dragon ball imagine oh marvel wins that, every time mm, i love dragon ball but marvel takes it i'm every surprised time. to hear you say that well, i i well i don't think they're meaning that uh, i think it's literally crossover game oh with the if it's a fighting game hell yes oh my god like i but to be fair just marvel has too many people who like break the rules of the universe like Right, that's fair. Yeah, but I would I would say you, I, I, you've watched Dragon Ball. There's a lot of people that break the rules. Of oh the yeah, universe. but I I mean like I mean like if you have Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, he can just well, snap yeah. people out of existence, right? And and that that kind of shit I think is what would happen. Like if you if you write mm. Marvel into too much of a corner, but a game a game oh I would I would be there for that. Are you kidding me? I mean if if, it, if they can do X Men versus Street Fighter, they can they can mixed dragon ball and and uh regular marvel characters and it'd be a lot of fun i i think that would be an awesome game but again arc system works needs to do this i think they, oh, <laughs> they need yeah. to just take over the mantle of these over the top crossover style fighting games yeah right right well <sighs> that's it for now for super chats of course if any more come in i will read them out at the end of the show but for now uh, it's time to move on there is one more archangel 23x oh did that come through i missed it okay yeah. well then we can go ahead and do that one now oh i see now archangel 23xx thank you very much with ten dollars couldn't cast a show live gonna watch later just wanted to say that i love what you guys do been watching you since the wii u days hope you all have a great weekend and a happy gaming everyone well, oh, thank you thank so you. much for the kind words same to you archangel i hope you have a lovely weekend and play lots of great games 
All right. Well, as I said, if any more Super Chats come in, I will read them at the end of the show. But for now, it's time for our patron topics. As a reminder, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gbgaming. And if you back us at the producer tier for $10 a month, you can suggest topics for us to discuss each week, just like the ones we're about to talk about now. And uh, Steve, why don't you get us started this week, man? All right. Let me adjust my imaginary glasses here. Uh, so mine comes from somebody who bailed, unfortunately, <laughs> but, uh, cause he had important business, but super dank, awesome unicorn guy writes, why are you guys doing an episode tonight? Didn't you hear that Kirby's return to dreamland deluxe is out today? If that's not enough to make you guys kill the stream, it's not, sorry. Uh, <laughs> then what, what's your favorite Kirby copy ability and why? And I, I do want to say I've played just a tiny bit. Like I played one, one of, uh, return to dreamland deluxe today. Uh, cause like I said, last week I'm saving it so I can play with my kids, but I couldn't resist. <laughs> and so I, I had to try it and holy hell, I love it. It's so good. Uh, I did not it's expect great. it to be that much fun. Um, it's awesome. to answer your question though, uh, and, and it's going to be related to dreamland deluxe, the level two sword ability in dreamland deluxe might just be my new favorite because nice. Kirby summons all these different blades. Like each time you use it, it's a different sword. And I, awesome. I absolutely love it. I thought it was amazing. I am looking forward to playing that. So I, you didn't play the original on Wii, right, Steve? I, I may have, I'm going to be honest. Oh, okay. I like that. The Wii era is such a blur of me downloading things that I shouldn't <laughs> and playing them. Cause I was broke. I'm confident. I tried almost every Wii game at some point. God. Well, I'm uh, I, I play the original version on Wii with my wife. We play through it together and we had a blast. It's, it's definitely one of the best 2d Kirby games in my opinion. And I know uh, for super dank, awesome unicorn guy, I think it is, their favorite game of all time, if I'm not mistaken. I think I think he mentioned to me that it is his all-time favorite game. Uh, came out at a very important part in the very important time in his life. And uh, I love this game. And I cannot wait to revisit it with the new graphical style, the more cel-shaded style with the thick outlines. If you look at them side by side, it really got more of a glow up than you realize than, than if you aren't looking at them side by side. Nah. It looks great. Um, and there's a new Magalore epilogue too, after you beat the game. So there's something even for us returning players. And uh, yeah, I don't know when exactly I'll fit it in, but like you, uh, I am quite excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amy's son was very excited about it, about it, so he actually picked it up. Uh, but I, I gave him a little bit of money so I could chip in and uh, you know play it at some point. But right now he's running through it, so I haven't touched it myself. But he's really enjoying it, so that's cool. Nice, nice, nice. Well, once I can put down theater rhythm, if I ever can put down theater rhythm, I will definitely be checking out Kirby as mm -hmm. well. Um, well, cool. Thank you for that, uh, Super Dang Awesome Unicorn Guy. Really appreciate it. And that was the game I was talking about earlier that we were going to talk about later. Don't worry, we didn't forget about it. It was Kirby. We didn't forget. Derek, you're up, man. Uh, mine comes from Goron Amber, who says, After Tears of the Kingdom, is there a previous Zelda game you'd like to see see get a direct sequel next? Any specific gimmick or unique setting in mind? And, uh, I mean, it took me about two seconds to re to, to think of this. Uh, Spirit Tracks. I, you took Spirit Tracks is so much fun. <laughs> Having that world, that world of Zelda have a little bit more technology, and you kind of get that with Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, but having it more, like, conventional technology and having Zelda mix in with that is very interesting to see. So to see more of that world and developing of um, Hyrule into like a new Hyrule into like a steam nation could mm -hmm. be very interesting, especially because 
Ganon's gone in this. Like just right. like, come up with new stuff, new ideas. I think there's a lot of fun that you could have. Like people were weirded out at the time about having a train in Zelda, you know, when it came out, but I think people are more open to it. Yeah. Give me a direct sequel to spirit tracks and I don't know, have steam variations or unique takes on classic weaponry. Just all be different. And that's sort of your gimmick. Mm -hmm. Would you want it to be like a direct sequel as in the same link in Zelda or like a hundred years later with a new generation? I, probably new generation type thing. Okay. I mean, I guess it's direct sequel is I get direct sequel would still work. Um, mm -hmm. It's having it more of that. And, right. I mean, they're, they're good ones, but yeah, still good stuff. Well, unfortunately that was kind of my answer too, but I guess I'll, ah, I'll, I'll take it. In a slight, yeah. I mean, I'll take it in a slightly different direction, I guess. So as y'all know, the wind waker, that, that timeline, that is my favorite version of the Zelda mythos. I love, you know, Hero of Winds Link. I love that version of Zelda. I love Tetra. Uh, I didn't like Phantom Hourglass, but I love Spirit Tracks. And uh, so I agree. I want to return to that timeline, the adult timeline, and it's just explore more of New Hyrule. As you said, Derek, yeah, again, it's gone. So, there, you know, there's Maladus and, and all these other villains now, so you can just create new villains. You don't have to have Ganon, of course. And But I, I guess I'll deviate from your answer by saying I don't necessarily know that it needs to be a sequel to Spirit Tracks in a gameplay sense such that I don't know that trains need to come back. Like you, I didn't mind that. I did. I thought they were fine. The, the train tracks and people were like, oh, it's too linear. I don't I didn't mind that. But I don't necessarily think they need to come back. I just, I would just like to explore new Hyrule and, and what is there to find there? Like what existed in their land of new Hyrule that they're settling before they got there? What mm -hmm. mysteries, what dangers might be lurking, you know, hidden out of sight because they just arrived there and they're settling this new land. And so I feel like there's so much mythology they could create around this land of new Hyrule that they're settling. And as you said, if you do an 100 year time jump, then that gives you even more creative possibilities. But that's just by far my favorite Zelda timeline and mythos. Mm. And I want to see that continue. I want that timeline to continue. Will it happen? Never, probably. No, no. but I'd like it. Uh, what about you, Steve? Man, uh, so mine mine is darker. Okay. <laughs> um, I want a sequel to Majora's Mask. Specifically, mm. though, because I want to find out how it ties to Twilight Princess. Because if you remember, mm. the hero's shade in Twilight Princess yeah. is the hero of time. And right. so that I want to know, one, um, and, and, and they imply that the hero of time was upset that the world no longer saw him as a hero because he basically undid all the bad things that were going to happen. And yeah. so you get this version of Link who arguably could be taken down a very dark path, like who, yeah. you know, is upset with the world that he saved and and clearly becomes a much more capable swordsman after he defeats Ganon, like because he teaches mm -hmm. Link seven techniques that he didn't know in Ocarina of Time or Majora's <laughs> right. Mask. So he did some stuff after yeah. after the mm. series uh, after Punished the stories Link. ended. Yeah. yeah. So I want one there where it's like Link is kind of just an anti-hero. Oh, I like that idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember a while ago there was a uh, very well done YouTube video on um, how. Ocarina of Time Link was the most tragic Link and how the fact that there is a uh, dialogue in Ocarina of Time saying out people that become lost in the Lost Woods eventually turn into Stalfos, which is how he looks in Twilight Ooh, Princess that's a good point. because he's constantly on the look for 
um, uh, Navi. And Navi represents his childhood. He lost his childhood thanks right. to all the events. He can't go back to being just a kid. That's the issue with him now. Not that he's like disgruntled. And I, I never heard him not being happy that he, that, you know, he never got the recognition. Never seen Link care about that. But the, he lost his childhood because of this adventure. And that he was... goes seeking for it. And that's why he becomes a uh, Stalfos at the end. Because he's just constantly looking in the Lost Woods and can't find Navi. And I think... There's still interesting stuff you can do with it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love that. I mean, that is a dark Zelda game. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, yeah, I, want, yeah. I, I want a sad ending in a Zelda game for once. I mean, imagine if, if that ending, you know, I don't know if, if you could do both. I don't know if you could necessarily get like an older disgruntled Link who learns all these sword techniques, but also have the really tragic element of Hero of Time Link as a kid who lost his childhood, ultimately just becoming a Stalfos at the end of the game. That I don't know if you can have both in the same story. Maybe you can. I'm trying to figure out a way that you could. But either one of those approaches, I agree with you, Steve. Like I love mine and Derek's idea, but I love yours too. I I would love to have a sequel to Majora's Mask exploring exactly that and exploring this really, unfortunately, very sadly tortured Link. He's a very tortured version of this character. Yeah. <laughs> and he really gets he, not even the short end of the stick. He just gets screwed completely. It's a really yeah. sad ending for Ocarina him. Ocarina Time and, Link is just has the has the worst by far. Yeah. Well, that was a great question. Thank you, uh, Amber. Really appreciate that. And then my topic this, this week comes from Blindman, who says, So mom is going to Italy for her birthday trip. It's going to be tough not calling her. Have any of you been outside the U.S.? Any coping advice? And uh, I thought this is an interesting one because I love traveling. I've made no secret of that. And uh, I'm very lucky to have been to be very well traveled. And I have been outside the U.S. multiple times. And so I just kind of wanted to touch on that. Um, you say you're not going to be able to call her. But, you know, just so you're aware, anytime she's got Wi-Fi access, you guys could FaceTime. You guys can like, you know, there, it isn't yep. impossible to reach somebody who is outside of the U.S. It, you know, it's and you can still not have to pay crazy roaming fees so hopefully you're aware that as long as she's somewhere with wi-fi you two can facetime and you don't have to you know cope with not talking to her forever how long she's going to be there um but italy is beautiful i'd be curious to know where in italy she's going i've been to treviso and venice they're both beautiful venice is out of this world it's so pretty there and uh yeah but uh, i, I kind of wanted to get a feel for your travel experiences too guys uh, so I've only been out of the country once. Uh, I okay. went to Denmark, uh, which I did a GX video for. Like I was at Lego. Oh right, um, I remember that. Oh yeah. yeah. And I, I definitely did not expect anxiety to creep up on me the way it did. Like knowing my kids were like half a planet away. Like Ooh, that, yeah. that hit me really hard. So, uh, what I started doing was uh, because also it's it, and and there's more to it. You know you time time zone differences can play into it as well right like you might not be able sure. to stay up super late or get up super early to talk to someone so i started recording videos on my phone like throughout my day and i would text them uh so that my kids would have something to wake up to and, and hear from me and see me and, and oh, they were doing yeah. the same for me like they mm. would make a short little video clip for me to tell me how they were doing and what was going on at school for the couple days that i was there um and that really helped me it's but it's really wholesome that you care so much <laughs> yeah, yeah i think so too no and and that's a great oh go ahead derek and i'll i'll piggyback well off I, I was just gonna say i've only left the country once and that was for my trip to japan way back after college um right. lovely lovely trip gone for a week and a half but i also had the advantage that well because 
because my mom was helping to pay for it, uh, college graduation present and all that, she went with me. So it was the two of us together. Oh, so cool. I never had, I didn't see the, you know, my dad and my sisters, but we call used, this was back in 2008. So we, <laughs> Wi-Fi wasn't exactly set up as well as it is now. Um, so we just got long distance calls on occasion and called them like twice, but you know, it, it's, you get so, I mean, she'll be gone. You aren't the one going. <laughs> so that's, right. that makes it a little tougher. But when you're the one on the trip, it's easy to just be like, yeah, I'm okay with this. For Not sure, to say but... that she'll forget about you or anything like that. I'm just saying that if you're, you're, you're in that situation, it becomes a little easier. But as far as coping, yes, it's a lot easier to keep in uh, contact thanks to the suggestions Ash made. So. Yeah, you can use WhatsApp, you can use FaceTime, you can use whatever. But as long as, as she has, has access to Wi-Fi, and you both do, you can talk for, you don't have to pay any crazy roaming fees or anything like that. Yep. Uh, but to piggyback off what Steve said, you made a great point. It, I, I do find it much easier for, uh, you know, for me to travel internationally when I'm with my wife. When I'm traveling without her, it is very, um, there's, some, there's an element of anxiety. I love traveling regardless, but when I know that my favorite person in the world is half a planet away, as I'm only saying, in Arizona, Steve. Ash. <laughs> you caught me. You caught me. Uh, but when I, you know, when I know she's half a planet away, that's very. It's a very scary, isolating thought, and I, I, I definitely struggled with that during my recent trip to the UK because I had to be there for about two and a half weeks, and that's a long time to be to be away from you know the love of your life. And so we talked every day, of course, but it definitely was not as uh, wildly, amazingly fun traveling internationally. Uh, without her, obviously, than it is with her. So there's definitely an element of sadness and missing home. And, and even when you're talking to your loved one every day, like I'm sure you will try to, Blindman, it's still hard. It's still sad. You're still, you still miss them. So clearly, you know, obviously video chatting isn't just a panacea for you know, your loved one being in another country, for sure. So that's a great point, Steve. I, I Traveling... <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. But yeah, traveling with your loved ones is a, is a lot different than traveling without them. So yeah, but I just love traveling. I think everybody should travel as much as they can before, you know, they get too many responsibilities. It's just such a wonderful experience to have. Maybe not for everybody, but there's I, I feel like there's really no faster way to learn about yourself and learn about the world around you than by seeing how other people live, just like other cultures and, and, and mm. other ideologies. And it's just, it's such a, um just enriching experience in my opinion but yeah so that's why i, ch I chose your topic blindman because uh, we haven't really gotten to talk about travel much on the show so thank you so much for that and that does bring us to the end of our patron topics once again patreon.com slash gvgaming if you support us at the producer tier you can uh, you can suggest topics for us to discuss each week just like the ones we just talked about now and uh that brings me to a few remaining super chats for the rest of the episode and then we will head on to our patron exclusive post show. So first off, we've got Love Hugh with five dollars. Well, two super chats from Love Hugh, both for five dollars. Thank you so much. Mm. The first one: Hey y'all, what game franchise would you want to have a prestige TV show? I pick Star Fox. Just make them human and all super hot. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, hmm. I've I've said this before. I don't know if anime counts for your question, but if it does, give me literally the day of Sigma extrapolated into a full. Mega Man X anime and I picked that too because we're talking about X today damn it and I figured why not bring him up again <laughs> what about you guys hmm, prestige show that's tough you know what I'm, I'm just looking over at my uh, library just to get an idea Odin Sphere I think Odin Sphere would be interesting 
definitely family Mm. politics and whatnot Mm. definitely steve that's that's tough i'm thinking about it and i'm like the the obvious ones that pop into my mind are like metroid and zelda but i'm like yeah they're not so great on story really like i don't know that i could hang out for a tv show unless they significantly reworked it Mm -hmm. um God, that and then is the prestige part is also the tough, part, tough one. Exactly. Yeah. Like if I could just say, oh, TV, then I'd say like a Metroid cartoon <laughs> or a <CGI laughs> show. Um, boy, uh, you know what? Horizon. I would love Ooh, to see a show one. based on Horizon. That'd be good. Rest of Big Ten. Good, good suggestion. Tactics Ogre or Final Fantasy Tactics by Extrapolation. Ooh, That'd man. Be good. FFT would be so good as a show. I wish I'd thought of that. Mm. Yeah, just, that's a just change really it to Evilise and have it all the Evilise oh, stories. Yeah. And get, uh, yeah, man. You know, I could maybe see a Yakuza TV show being really cool. Prestige, Ooh. though, I've seen clips. I don't know if it'd be prestige. You, you could play Fun. it. It I, has so the main stories are usually pretty serious. It's the side hmm. stories that are goofy, right? So, yeah, but I, okay. I think I if I had a Yakuza TV show, I would want some of that like over the top, really campy combat in it. Okay, because I enough. laugh every time I bust someone with a chair in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Captain Costia, good point. I'd love to see the Netflix Castlevania team take a crack at Metroid. Hell Ooh. yes, mm-hmm. I would love that. See, that's and, the thing. Uh, like, I think about metroid and i'm like it could work in live action but as an anime it would be top tier like it would yeah. be a top shelf anime definitely wreck bcq says xenoblade anime uh political drama for final fantasy tactics yeah lots of great ideas here thank you all so much <laughs> uh, and then love Hughes second super chat uh is did you all know that stephanie johnston or judston she played quiet in metal gear solid 5 made a disco album produced by giorgio Mo- moroder some huh. of the tracks are in wanted dead i had no idea did, thank I, you for that. Not a clue. That's I bounced the hell off of Wanting Dead. I tried it. Yeah. And and it, it man, I should have liked it. Like on paper, it read like something I was really going to enjoy. I have not been able to get into it. Like I've Fair tried enough. three or four times, but maybe I'll give it a shot and see if I can find these disco tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for that bit of knowledge and for the super chats. Love you. Also, beautiful Ed, a Shantae animated series. Yes. Ooh. Why has that not? happened yes 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 absolutely question all right and then we got two more super chats both from kaiser the fighter for two dollars each thank you very much first one wolf link versus werehog sonic uh this is pure speed versus power i think i gotta go werehog sonic on this one he can stretch yeah he can stretch. Actually, he can midna. if he has midna on this back it's a bit more even that's true yeah. if he has midna it might be an even match maybe wolf link takes it but without midna i think it's pretty easy werehog sonic's win agree yeah cool and then the other one knuckles from the archie comics specifically versus juggernaut from marvel i gotta go juggernaut i think i have to go juggernaut i mean knuckles is you know he's he's tougher than leather but he's not juggernaut (laughs) juggernaut gets moving and he can't stop be stopped that's literally his power although knuckles can dig he could dig underneath juggernaut passing right over him and then then do what well then yeah i can't really (laughs) Yeah, unless he yeah. knocks himself out, there's not much Knuckles could probably do to counterattack. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Juggernaut takes it. I think it's, yeah, I think it's Juggernaut. All right. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for those Super Chats, Kaiser the Fighter, and everyone who donated a Super Chat. You all are so incredibly generous. And that brings us to the end of episode 46 of the GVG cast. Thank you all so much for being here with us every week. I say this all the time, but we love you and we love doing this show with you. 
Uh, of course, we have to give a special shout out to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for uh, helping to make this show happen and keeping the lights on here. And we couldn't do it without you. So thank you so much. But also, as always, we have to give an extra special shout out to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, amazing, incredible, stupendous folks are Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Z Patty, Just Brian, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Critter XD, Joy Content, Angel Martinez, Vedron, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Blindman, Azrin127, Black King, Pagrema, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Kiki Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Wataniac, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Brady Power, Darchi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Sean Davis, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber CPHT, Too Much Spaghetti, Bane 400, Askeron 809, Ryaner, Nathan Steele, Spicy Otanda, Rain and Clouds, The Game Orb, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Rosa Pardo Bowling. Hi, Mom. Mega Amster, Darksteel 01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Derek, Colin, Blaystar 25, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Heel, Moon Knight, Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Brainchild, the entire state of Wisconsin, Jim Wakelin, Longboy Shiggy, Aramis Baramis, Kyle the Monarch, Dat Alpha Lion, Lord Metarex, Kyle Gamer, and Barry Rookie, Blaze Collard, Eric, Turbo, DGC, Cat EV Person 5, Lady Maxillary, Dr. Ryan, Peyton Thiel, Mega Beatman True Blue Reviews, Jung Ant, and last but certainly not least, Lord Clump of Studio Crazy Train. Thank you all so much. It is my true honor to read that list out every week or almost every week as the case may be. Uh, remember, we have a Twitch channel as well, twitch.com, or sorry, twitch.tv slash official GVG, where uh, our good friends Brandon and Daniel are doing awesome stuff with Good Vibes Arcade. They stream multiple times a week. So please do go check them out over there. Uh, I also occasionally stream on our Twitch. Also, we have a VODs channel, Good VODs Gaming. So if you didn't get to catch any of their streams live, but you still want to see some VODs, we have those for you now. So go check that out as well. We are off to our patron-exclusive post-show. Thank you all so much, and we'll see you next week. Good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.